Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. to the show that never ends. This is Wayback Playback, episode number 332. As this week, we bring you the first hour of WCW Monday Nitro for September 27th, 1999. Hello, you people. I am Pat McNeil. Normally, I'm joined by the other half of the podcasting tag team champions of time and space, Jim Valley. Uh, Jim was in the hospital. Jim was in rehab. As of, as of today, Jim is back home. And hopefully, it won't be too long before his uh, voice is better and he's ready to do the show with us. Uh, filling in for Jim this week for the second straight week is our good friend, uh, Michael Saget, the number one fan of Wayback Playback and member of the black of our black scorpion tier on Patreon. Michael, are you ready to hop into the Wayback machine, return to 1999 and experience the greatest night in the history of our sport? Hello, Pat. Yes. Uh, last week was 1989. So let's skip forward 10 years and go to 1999. Yes, I'm ready for that. Um, don't forget patreon.com slash Wayback Playback. Uh, for all of your uh, Wayback Playbacking needs and bonus stuff. In fact, there's going to be a bonus match on coming up uh, that uh, Michael and I have recorded. Uh, if, for those of you who enjoy ECW, or even if you don't, it's still going to be there. Uh, go out and go check it out and uh, patreon.com slash waybackplayback. Decide whether you like uh, new episodes in advance, new episodes free of commercials, and uh, the entire Wayback Playback archive, which is huge. All right, uh, on the charts this week... Uh, Wayback Playback, with you guest hosting last week, Michael, uh, we were up in the U.S. rankings, up in the Great Britain rankings, up in the Canadian rankings, down in the Irish rankings for some reason. I, I can't explain it. I, I don't have many friends in Ireland. I think that was the problem. Okay, but thank you to all our, our fans throughout the world for some reason where we made the uh, wrestling podcast rankings in those countries, in addition to the great nations of India and France and Australia. I, I can't complain. All right, so let's see. Let's yes. Uh, somehow the uh, randomizer choice of Nitro from September 27, 1999, won the vote. I know I have a hard time believing it too. I I, I did not think this one was going to win. I was surprised. Well, um, you know, not. I, I guess people want to save the Royal Rumbles for when uh, Jim comes back. Hey, no problem. I, I'm sure. I'm sure the Saturday night, uh, the Monday Nitro will be fine. 
Um, okay. <laughs> uh, no. All right. So it is Monday night. It is September 27, 1999. WCW is presenting a three-hour episode of Monday Nitro. We're in the three-hour Nitro era. From the Phillips Arena in Atlanta, Georgia, the brand-new arena built on the site of the Omni, 11,919 attendance, in attendance, 6,244 of which were paid. Uh, the lack of paid attendance will tell you things are going downhill. I can also tell you that there are, unusual for Nitro, there are two matches announced for this show already. Uh, they are Billy Kidman versus Psychosis in a hair versus mask match, and the main event of Hulk Hogan, Bret Hart, and Ric Flair against Sting, Lex Luger, and Diamond Dallas Page, both of which will take place in the third hour of the show, which will air two weeks from now. So just give you something to look forward to. The previous WCW show was live at the Norfolk Scope. That was Thunder on the 23rd, and it drew 3,782, which is, if you've ever been to the Norfolk Scope, that's not a lot. That's a, uh, you can usually get bigger crowds than that. If you watched that Thunder, you saw Eddie Guerrero beat Rick Steiner by disqualification when Sid Vicious interfered, and in the main event, the WCW United States champion Sid Vicious beat Booker T after Rick Steiner and Charles Robinson interfered. So the one hand washes the other. And yes, Van Hammer challenged U.S. champion Sid for uh, for Monday Nitro in Atlanta, but spoiler, that's not happening. Uh, I don't know why. Okay, uh, meanwhile, on the uh, 25th, there was an episode of uh, WCW Saturday Night. Uh, let's see. Well, well, there were some good matches on there. Uh, the TV champion, Chris Benoit, submitted uh, Lash LaRue, and I think there's a Norman Smiley versus uh, Steve Regal match on there from what I was flipping through here. And a big win for Mona, Ms. Mona Madness, a.k.a. Molly Holly, over little Jeannie, uh, Jeannie Durso, who at the time, I believe, was the girlfriend of Anthony Durante of the Pitbulls. So. Yep, interesting. Uh, okay. but yeah, Saturday, Saturday night, kind of a different show. And uh, there's also a main event uh, on Saturday night, which we'll get to in a moment. Uh, Raw, that same night, same energy. Raw is taking place in Greensboro, North Carolina. On September 27th, in front of a crowd of 10,369. Uh, let's see. And that on that uh, show, the tag team champions, the New Age Outlaws, defeat Kane and X-Pac by disqualification when Bob and Crash Holly attack the Outlaws. And uh, Triple H defends his WWF title against The Rock. The match goes to a no contest after interference from the British Bulldog. However, uh, that episode of Raw is best known for something else happening. Michael, would you like to make a guess? September, September 99? 99, yes. Oh, wow. It has something to do with Austin. I'm just going to take a guess. Um, I believe Austin's on the show. Okay. <laughs> I mm, September of 99, I, I, it's not ringing a bell for me. Uh, Mick Foley presents This Is Your Life, Rock. Oh, 25 yes, minutes okay. of my life that I'm not getting back anytime soon. Yeah. Uh, which drew the, the highest rated. rating, highest quarter hour yeah. in the history of Raw at the time. Yes. I do so, remember his teacher came down or something. Yes, it was. Uh, okay. Yeah, we're, we're not going to do that as a bonus segment. At least that's not the plan. Uh, ECW's previous show was Sunday, uh, was the Sunday matinee show in Flint, Michigan, in front of a whopping crowd of 856. On that show, it was the ECW champion, Mike Awesome, pinning Johnny Smith, and the main event, Sabu, pinned Justin Credible. Uh, meanwhile, New Japan did their show, I want to say, on Wednesday. Wednesday? No, Thursday. Thursday the 23rd at Budokan Hall in Tokyo. The finals of the G1 tournament 
drawing a mere 7,000. Genochiro Tenru and Don Fry beat Yuji Nagata and Manabu Nakanishi to win the G1 tournament. Congratulations to you guys. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, excuse me. They beat Nagata and, and Nakanishi. That's not to win the G1 tournament. The G1 tournament is won by the team of Great Muda and Scott Norton, a.k.a. NWO Japan. I didn't yes. realize they had tag team in the G1, <laughs> or they had tag team finals. Oh. Yeah, they did. They did have uh, finals in the G1. Uh, Michinoku Pro uh, took place Sunday the 26th in Nagoya, Japan, in front of 5,000, which is a pretty good crowd. Uh, the match between Beef Wellington and Fake Nanawa goes to a no contest. But in the main event, Great Sasuke and Jinzei Shinsaki defeat Tiger Mask and Minoru Fujita. Jinzei Shinsaki, better known as Hakushi in the WWF. That's probably a good show. Also that weekend, the NWA's 51st anniversary show takes place in Charlotte, North Carolina, in front of 700 people. Um, those 700 people got to see uh, Ronnie Garvin beat Stan Lane in 1999. And got to see Gary Steele win the NW title against Nikoya Noegawa and Brian Anthony in a triple threat match. Also, uh, CMLL holds their 66th anniversary show in Arena, Mexico. 15,000 on hand. Mr. Niebla beat Shocker in a mask versus mask match, and Shocker unmasked as uh, Guadalajara wrestler Jair Soria. Or whatever. His actual name is Jose Luis something Soria, but close enough. All right. Uh, you want the wrestling news? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, September 26th, uh, the, the night before this, was WWF Unforgiven, where Triple H begins his second reign as WWF champion uh, in Charlotte that night, pinning The Rock in the six-pack challenge in a six-way match to uh, capture the title. Um, yes, that was that. So in Charlotte that weekend, you had the NWA anniversary show followed by, and then the next night, WWF Unforgiven. Interesting. Uh Injury news, Ken Shamrock suffered a slip disc uh, during, a, uh, during a match when he was uh, potatoed by Mr. Hughes, Curtis Hughes. Uh, he was pulled for the ring after SmackDown tapings, and it may affect his comeback in UFC against Don Fry. And, uh, yeah, I think, that's, uh, I think that's about it. Also, the story with Taz jumping to WWF is, is outstanding stuff because it turns out that WWF head of talent relations at the time, Jim Ross, was not interested in Taz. So the uh, head of creative, a Mr. Vince Russo, went to McMahon and McMahon brought Mc, Taz into an interview where McMahon hired him. Now, literally, like, within 10 days of, of, uh, of this show we're about to watch and Unforgiven, Vince Russo jumps to WCW. So <laughs> the one guy who is totally, who is, like, on Taz's side is long gone by the time Taz arrives in WWF. <laughs> <laughs> and he was under contract with ECW. He was under contract with ECW, but something got screwed up with the with the contract. I know, shocking. And WWF signed him to a contract. And then Vince agreed with Paul with Paul Heyman. Okay, we won't start him until we'll let you have him until the end of the year. Oh. But yeah, that's that's a big mess. All right, so uh, the main event of WCW Saturday night. Everybody, go to YouTube and uh, type in. Zero not the the episode of Saturday Night in question zero nine two five nineteen ninety nine WCW Saturday Night, and then you have to type in uh, Brian Knobs after that. Yes, that's what worked for me. Okay, so that gets you there. The main event of WCW Saturday Night, which I believe was taped in Roanoke, Virginia. That sounds right. Uh, it is Jimmy Hart's first family, consisting of 
Jerry Flynn, Hugh Morris, and Brian Knobs taking on the Armstrong brothers, Steve Armstrong, Scott Armstrong, and Brad Armstrong. I'm at zero minutes and zero seconds, and I got a wide shot of the uh, of the arena. That's where I'm at. Okay, everybody, if we're all gonna hit play together in three, two, one, go. All right. Yes, Superstation TBS. Mike Tanay is your announcer. Oh boy. We've been, and and Mike Tanay says we've been waiting for this match ever since last week's WCW Saturday Night. The Armstrong brothers are already in the ring. And there's the first family. And oh, boy, Jimmy Hart. Okay. Yeah, you got Hugh. You got your Hugh Morris. You got your Jerry Flynn, and you got your Barbarian. Oh. Wow. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. They were trying. Jimmy Hart, I believe, was was already booking WCW Saturday Night, which nobody was watching at that point, and just trying to make it into almost an entirely different promotion using guys, you know, trying to get guys from the power plant over that sort of thing. So it's kind of like they're doing NXT, but not really. Armstrong brothers, first family. I mean, they got the, they got the, they got an entrance. They got, you know, snazzy graphics on the ring apron. And here we go. And some kid in the front row with a, uh, Rob Van Dam shirt on. Sit down. Yeah, I, was, I was trying to read the back of his shirt there. I'm the effing show, I believe it said. Oh. You don't mess with family. Yeah, so Mike Tanay and Scott Hudson, your announcers, and here we go. All right. Look at those Armstrongs. So imagine that you go to the WCW Saturday Night tapings, sit through four hours, and this is the main event of... This is the main event of one of the two episodes you're getting. I mean, I'm not saying these guys aren't good wrestlers because they all are, but. Now, now I will be honest. At this time, you know, WCW had lost its luster. I was not aware the Barbarian had joined or was there. The Barbarian was there pretty much the whole time. I mean, from. Wow. Like, he was, the, I mean, pretty much through the whole Monday Night Wars. Wow. That is a faded memory for me. Yeah, because he was part of the faces of the dreaded Faces of Fear tank team with uh, Ming. Okay, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah so there you go. I yeah. guess to me he will always be with the Warlord. Uh, well, it was, a, it was a part of a part of his career, but not the entire career. Oh, there we go, big backdrop. And if I recall correctly, did he not uh, main event a pay per view against Ron Simmons? 1992 Halloween Havoc. Although technically you could argue that Sting and Jake Roberts was the uh, main event. Yeah. Yay. And pretty much got the uh, got the main event because uh, Mick Foley was injured. Because Bill Watts was was perfectly willing to do Ron Simmons versus Cactus Jack for the WCW title on pay per view. All right, that makes that makes sense. The Barbarian yeah. just did not seem to be a fit there. Uh, but they had they had Mick Foley managing the Barbarian, and and you know Bill Watts portrayed Barbarian as a tough guy. I mean, you know, of course you can't couldn't really undo like a lot of what had happened to Barbarians, but there you go. Like the previous four years he had been in WWF, for example. All right, Barbarian hot tag into Hugh Morris, and we will be seeing Hugh Morris next week in the second hour of Nitro. 
Yeah. Yes. Oh, and, and yes, uh, Scott Hudson is talking about the main event of Nitro. Hogan, Flair, and Hart. Oh, yeah. Page, Sting, and Luger. Oh, here we go. Heart attack? No. Oh, that's pretty cool. Oh, that is a nice move. That's Jerry Flynn. They're doing something with Jerry Flynn. Not to be confused with Jerry Lynn. Uh-huh. Oh. oh. Steve Armstrong with the save. Yeah. All right, so Scott Armstrong's in trouble. Scott Armstrong, future WWE referee. So this is pretty much like almost 20 years where the Armstrong brothers have been, you know, wrestling <coughs> first as, you know, first in the, uh, in the Southeast territories and then mostly in WCW. Oh, there we go. Oh man. Look at the first family there. So they had actually, like, apparently spent a couple weeks setting up this six-man tag. Not that anybody was watching, but... Well, those kids are excited. I mean, you know... <laughs> yeah, they're, in for, they're on a camera. They're on camera. I mean, you know, you're, you're getting to see a wrestling show, and it's probably a good one. Ooh. Oh. Oh. But I watched, you know... <laughs> but, I mean, I, I'm looking at some of the old... The old uh, the old YouTubes of WCW Saturday Night and Worldwide from this era, and it's like power plant guys getting squashed, and you know. <laughs> yeah. Now were they still at six oh five or was, was oh, yeah, that six oh five? Yeah, they killed that April of two thousand. They finally killed off the six oh five deal yeah. because. I love six oh five. Yeah, I know. All right. Yeah, I mean, and Hacksaw Duggan was the big star that they. It, would main event the uh, the 605 show in, in this time frame more often than not. In fact, I believe on this very episode, there is a uh, Hacksaw Duggan versus Bobby Eaton match. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, is this before or after? Didn't, uh, he, he found a, a title in a garbage can. <laughs> yeah, I think this was uh, slightly before. Yeah, and, then he, and then he'd be the TV champion and, yeah. and for a little while. Okay, here we go. Oh, uh, Hugh Morris. Oh, man. <laughs> people forget how, you know, people forget how over Bill DeMott was until he got, until he arrived in WCW. Then <laughs> a big part uh, of NXT. Yep. Trainer, right? Well, big part of, uh, I don't know, NXT. Um, he had the tough enough, center. tough enough he was, and and yeah, that's right. Florida that's Championship right. Wrestling, I think, or Deep South, one or the other. Uh, the lightning kicks of Jerry Flynn. Mm-hmm. Hey. Wow, look at this crowd. They're just well, they're there anyway. Well, there's, I mean, there's more people in the crowd than there are in the Thunderdome, so that is correct. Yeah, that is true. All right, Brad. Oh no! Oh, the referee is uh, the referee is taking a stunning Steve Armstrong there and put him back in the uh, corner. Right. Oh, Barbarian, nice.
Barbarian was if if you're booking indie shows, Barbarian is the man. Oh yeah, he was good yeah. to work work well, with. No, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's a cool guy. He'd show well, he'd show up. He wouldn't rip. He wouldn't ask for extra money, you know. Um, I mean, you, you're you're cool to the dude, and you do what you promise, and you give him what you promise to give him, and and he'll show up and work, and you know, and he'll be cool too. I guess that's all you can ask for. I don't know if he's still working in twenty. I don't know if anybody's really still working in twenty twenty one. Not a lot of indie shows out there. Anyway, I take that back. There's one here in South Carolina in Rock Hill tonight, but I don't know if I'd consider. You know, yeah, Brett Wilburton talked about that a couple few weeks ago. All right. Oh no, Scott Armstrong got out of the way. Hot tag. Oh, don't, and, and I believe the referee has lost control of this one. <laughs> I would say so. Yep. Oh, here we go. We got all six in the ring now. But, but if you, if I mean, but you know, at the, even at the time, if you, as bad as WCW was, if, if you had to watch wrestling Saturday night at six oh five, here you go. It's another commercial break, and I'd like to talk about oh. our sponsor, Ken and Tex Pet Care, Banger. Oh Maine. no, the, the entire first family is against K-E-N-A-N-D-T-E-K.com. Be sure to check them out. Also, if you have not participated in the fundraiser for Jim Valley set up by Josh Mason, and yes, he uh, somehow uh, was able to win. Observer <laughs> website and figure four online. Uh, go to GoFundMe.com slash F slash Jim dash Valley dash fundraiser. As of today, $67,514 raised. Video quality is not great, so I can't tell because Jim has been out of action for a long, long time. So whatever you can afford to give, go ahead and do that there. And also, yes, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com. For as low as four fifty a month, you can get all, all of our right, new everybody, that's early the, and that's the end of WCW and Saturday you can night. Get uh, bonus and matches that we do, not bonus on episodes, extra stuff that we've pulled out from the we'll past. Back with, uh, uh, the rest of the various spiel. tiers that you can go to on that. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But for four fifty a month, you can get all of our past episodes. You can get every one of our new episodes in advance and commercial free. And that's what you want. Uh, and that will cover all 331 episodes. It's a great deal, and no one else can give it to you. Thanks to our friends at Pro Wrestling Torch for helping us out with this. It is, of course, patreon.com slash waybackplayback. And I think once Jim gets back, our patron will only get better.
Okay, now it's time to go back to the uh, network. All right. And to join the uh, Nitro for September 27, 1999. September 27. You may have to go to the WCW section. In-ring WCW section. Got it. Yeah, you know. Uh, you it's know. Or you can have it queued like I have it. Oh, I got uh, Seamus talking to somebody in a commercial. That's okay. That, the commercials happen. With Smile, you're on Cricket Wireless. Oh, here you go. Smile, you're on Cricket Wireless. Thank you. All right, this might take it. This might take All a right. bit. Yes. Yeah. But there you have it. Yeah. And I get to open up with Hulk Hogan. All right. Oh, right. Well, there's the, oh, that's right. Okay, well, get to zero minutes and zero seconds, and we'll get Oh, uh, we got red and yellow Hogan. Okay. Okay. Actually, I got to go all the way back to the beginning of this episode. There we go. Okay, here we go. Uh, I'm at one second with a blank screen. How about you? Yep, I'm there. Okay, everybody, we're going to hit play together in three, two, one, go. And here we are. We're at Phillips Arena in Atlanta. Yep. Oh, and there's the, there's the limo. The limo's pulling up. I guess they had like a contract with their, I guess they like signed a five-year contract with a limo company and just had to have a limo for some reason. Oh, and there he is. There's Hulk Hogan in front of fans who somehow got inside the security barrier. and um, Dozens and dozens of fans here. Oh, here we go, the little kids. The little Hulkamaniacs are here. All right, kid, get back, get back. Yeah, that'll be $10. He doesn't, he doesn't really like kids. Hey, hey He's kids. not sure what to do. Black jeans, yep. Hey, one at a time. Oh, are you wearing a Hulkamania shirt? I get royalties for that, brother. Yeah. Did you pay for that? Yeah. Oh, hey, it looks oh, like look someone's got a photograph hey, behind him. Kids? kids, what? Oh, that's the evil sting. Yes. This is heel sting, by the way. Yes. Sting is a heel, and he's the champion. Uh, okay, so Eric Bischoff got fired on, I want to say, September 9th, 1999. And there's your nitro open. All right. At that point, uh, while they figured say, out I hated who the, that logo. Yeah, that was an awful logo. At that point, while they were figuring out who to hire to run the company, the uh, show was being produced by Craig Leathers. Technically, he was in charge, but the booking was done by a, a uh, booking committee of Kevin Nash, Dusty Rhodes, and Kevin Sullivan. I believe Nash is head booker, but I'm not sure. And Nash at this point is quote unquote retired. Having lost a uh, loser must leave, loser must retire match to Hulk Hogan at Road Wild in uh, in August. Yeah, there we go. All right, so the Bond girls and the Flames and uh, last week Goldberg calling out Sid Vicious for the U.S. Championship. So he was down with the U.S. title again. Yeah. Sid, get off the softball field. All right. Yes. Yeah. All right. Sid agrees to the match as long as Goldberg doesn't touch him before Halloween Havoc. Okay. All right. Sting versus Chris Benoit. I don't remember this, obviously. Oh, no. Here's Flair making the save. Uh, 
Oh my goodness, it's the evil alliance of Sting, Luger, and DDP. Uh, so DDP also won heel. Yeah, well, he's been a heel. Okay. But yeah, so so the guys WCW fans want to cheer are the heels, and Hogan, Flair, and Brett are the babyfaces. Now, do you remember why they turned Sting heel like in storyline? What was what was it about? It was about the title at, at Fall Brawl. Okay. Yeah, and Hogan so, was champ. So, so, so yeah, Sting, uh, Sting and Luger, Sting and Luger were in cahoots, and Luger helped uh, Luger helped Sting win the title from Hogan. And uh, this that only happened like two weeks before this. Yep. And I'll probably All take right. a wild guess. It took five people to beat Hogan. Uh, well, 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 it took Sting and Luger pretty much. Okay. I think there was other interference, but yeah. I'm not watching Fall Ball 99 to be refreshed, have my memory refreshed on that. And the rampway that every all the wrestlers hated. Not only did all the wrestlers hate it, there was a betting pool started as to who would trip and fall first. Did they ever get a winner? I think they did, but I, again, I don't remember. All right. So we got somebody in a Surge shirt right behind camera because there was a deal between Nitro and Surge. You remember Surge? It was the another uh, Mountain Dew ripoff. I do remember that. It's no it Mellow Yellow. Goldberg uh, pennant. Uh, so that guy got free tickets from a radio station. And uh, yeah. yeah, we're on TV. No, really? Yes, we are. Broncos hat from Andy. 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 Hi, Andy. Somebody with a 99-some-X shirt. 99-X. Pow. The future of rock and roll. Yeah, we already saw the pennant, buddy. Yes, thank put you. it away. Okay, yeah, you already got on camera, kid. Knock it off. <laughs> yeah. All right, and uh, yep, Heenan and Tony went, are going over the only two matches they know. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm sure I've interviewed Lodi on multiple occasions, and he talked about the one nitro where they got there, and nobody and no matches were announced, and Bischoff wasn't there. And uh, the road agents are like, yeah, just get dressed. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out as we go. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't have a match. They sent Kidman and somebody out first to do a long cruiserweight match. And yeah. I'm sure if I went back, I can finally figure out when that was. Okay, Heenan looks sober. That's good. Brother, I can't move my leg, brother. Where's my, my vitamins? We've sent Mike Tanay out to the parking garage. Let's even get an update on Hogan. Hogan, you're in excruciating. you're in excruciating pain. Care to talk to us? I'm gonna. Yeah. Okay. So Hogan's injured, but it makes him look old. Well, actually, Hogan makes Hogan look old. Yes. Okay. I'm trying to. Remember, right, I'm gonna have to look up how old old Hogan is. At this point. Oh, there's Sting. Yeah, Sting's evil. Remember. Yes, nothing, nothing better than Sting and Luger turning heel on Hogan at Fall Brawl and the entire crowd cheering <laughs> because it's WCW, it's a WCW crowd in North Carolina, and they didn't want to cheer for Hogan ever. Okay. Yeah. All right. So here we go. Let's get to our opener. Uh, Sonny Ono presents. The three-time world karate champion, Ernest the Cat Miller. 
All right, the cat. That is that is a snazzy outfit he's got there. Better call his mama. Yes. Yeah. Actually, the pay-per-view, February 2000, in San Francisco, where they had James Brown come out and surprise the cat, and they danced together. They, of course, did not advertise James Brown in advance. Well, why would you want to do that? Yeah, I know. Silly. Yeah, pretty much, uh, pretty much everything that went wrong in a wrestling promotion went wrong is is wrong with WCW right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but uh, I want Cat Bow. And cat lives in my he also lives in this kid's neighborhood and says no, really. I believe. Okay. Where's the Cat Miller? Three-time World Karate Champion. We've seen this heel turn on Fall Brawl at 98, so. Yeah. I'm the greatest. It'll whoop the whole city. There we go. All right, so this is going to be for the TV title. As your TV champion is going to come out and defend against Ernest the Cat Miller. Okay. He's friends with Eric Bischoff. Did I mention that? <laughs> Catbo saved my life. You remember Catbo? Was that like the predecessor to DDP Yoga? Uh, okay, there was a, in this time frame, late 90s, there was a popular infomercial with a guy named Billy Blanks called Tybo. Oh, yes. Yes, okay. He's in a commercial now. That's right. Well, they did a parody commercial on Nitro for Catbo. With Ernest the Cat Miller, it's kind of like a shot, the shot for shot remake, except it's Ernest. You know, they're saying the same silly things about Ernest, and they gave a phone number, which I called. It went to voicemail somewhere in uh, somewhere in uh, the CNN Center. I, I don't know whose it was. The guy's mailbox was full. I, I can believe that. So, there it is. All right, here we go. Oh, he's, he's, oh, this is an open challenge by the cat. Okay. So I gave away who's coming out. Yeah. All right. And who's going to accept the open challenge of Ernest the Cat Miller? Yeah. Well, one of the finest professional wrestlers in the world today, which is absolutely true, there's your TV champion, Chris Benoit. Now, I said Excuse this me. last week. Yeah. That TV title, not a favorite of mine. Yeah, well. That looks like every other title I've seen with a globe on it. So I'm. So did he lose his title? Never mind. Will, yeah. There he is, a member of the revolution. The the Shane Douglas special. The Shane Douglas stable. Which is basically the reunion of, the, of ECW's triple threat. Benoit Malenko, Shane Douglas. Huh. Wade's there. Somebody, well, somebody was saying hi to Wade. Yeah. Of course, if you wanted to send a message to Wade back then, you pretty much had to show up with a sign on Raw. Yeah. 
Yeah. Tomato head. Tomato head. <laughs> I saw that too. Oh. All right, here we go. It's the cat. All right, here we go. This is a, this is the unopposed first hour of Nitro. Mickey Henson, your referee, I believe. Oh, there we go. Oh, no. Oh, and Bill Goldberg will be wrestling tonight. All right, there we go. All right. The cat utilizing his quickness. Oh, nope. Nope. No! And, you know, they're, st- they're still kind of sticking to wrestling at this point, WCW is. Yeah, they're still drawing a crowd as I'm looking around. I mean, yeah. at least it looks that way in the camera. Well, I mean, I mean, half of them are are comps, but still. Oh, yeah. Because Me, because yeah. because they're in Atlanta, and this is the one time where you know people from Turner might actually wander into a show. So you want to show them that they're you've you've got an audience. The Godfather. Okay. Oh. That was nice. Okay. It is amazing how they fizzled from just like a year before this. Well, bad booking will do it. What? Okay, what happened between Fall Brawl 98 and now, uh, which is about a year later? And I'm saying that because we recently did Fall Brawl 98. Well, let's see. Um, they ended Goldberg's winning streak in about the lamest way possible. They then had the finger poke of doom. Where where Nash basically where they did a real inside storyline of Nash of Nash letting Hogan pin him and Hogan wins the belt back and that failed. Then they did then they tried to do the double turn of Hogan and Flair when fans were actually behind Flair and hating Hogan. I don't know why they thought that would work. I don't know. I mean, they're just like. There's just like so many bad decisions that happened in that year. And Bischoff was, uh, Bischoff went Hollywood and kind of went missing for a while. And part of Bischoff's plan was to star in the movie Ready to Rumble as the uh, heel promoter. Oh, I I did not know that. When Bischoff got fired, they got somebody else to play the, they got somebody else to play the uh, evil WCW promoter guy. And took and took Bischoff out of it. That is one of those Bischoff, movies. That Bischoff seems to be and on. Jason Hervey had spent like most of the year in Hollywood, deciding, you know, this this yeah, you know, what I'm doing kind of sucks. Bischoff says running WCW kind of sucks, you know, so I want to get out and try to make some money somewhere else. Oh, there's a Buff Bag. Oh, well, later this hour, Buff Bagwell will be here. So if I recall, you're you're referring to was that Joe Panna? Pana Leona or something yes. like that was the uh, yep, evil promoter. The yes, that was the role Bischoff was supposed to play. I know. Crazy. That movie's on like every week now. You know what? I, I think that I think they I think that actually in the long run helped Dirk Bischoff not being in that movie. Yes. The only thing who's the only person whose career I thought really benefited from being in that movie was. Um, well, Sid and Saturn both did pretty well, I thought. 
Yeah, yeah. When I see that, I see Scott Kahn. Yeah, that's true. With uh, Hawaii Five-0 and uh, Ocean's, well, he was in Ocean's 11. But I don't know what time frame that was. Yeah. All right, here we go. Oh! Yeah, that was a horrible movie. Yeah, please, please never, nobody ever vote for Ready to Rumble to be on Wayback Playback, ever. Uh, there goes my idea for the 350. Okay, no, 350. Just, just no. Oh, look, oh, water, there we go. Spray water in him. Good move by the cat. Of course, uh, this is this is the TV champion out in the opening match, and we've got to talk about Hogan and wh- how injured he is and whether he's going to make it for the main event. Yep. Oh, yeah, this is for the TV title. I mean, there, you know, at this point, I mean, okay, in 2000, if, if the cat was fighting for the TV title, maybe he'd win it. I don't think at this point people are buying into him. Not with those pants. Yeah. Plus, I think the best thing they did with the cat in 2000 was make him the commissioner so he wasn't re- so he could talk and not wrestle. Yeah. I mean, he's you know, he's he's doing all he's got the heel mannerisms you know he's got a shtick. It's Muhammad Ali's stick as a heel, I guess. Oh. Ooh, very nice. I guess yeah. just watch this. I don't buy him against Benoit. I, no, I, there's a lot of people you wouldn't buy against Benoit, and he's one of them. Oh, Sonny Ono is interfering. And, of course, the ref would not see that. The referee missed it. Oh, there we go. There's a German. Uh, the headbutt. Yeah. I, I was reading through some of the uh, the wrestling newsletters in September '99, and Dave Meltzer had an article about you know the death of Brian Hildebrand because that's this happened about that time, and you know Benoit is hanging out and seeing Mark Hildebrand for the first time in like a month. And his, his weight's down, and he looks skinny and pale. And Benoit, and Meltzer's writing about Benoit. Dave, Brian Hildebrand's one of his best friends in the world, and Benoit's on the verge of tears just looking at him. Yeah, just, yeah. And unfortunately, you, you see, like, that head button. It just yeah. evokes different thoughts now. It just does. Yeah, Harley Race saying, boy, if I could talk to that boy, the one thing I'd tell him is stop doing that head butt. Because Race did that head butt hundreds of times. Here we go. All right, that's that's when a main event. On paper, you see that, and you're like, wow, that's a that's a nice main event. It is. There's there's no way WCW could screw this up, right? <laughs> Find out in two weeks. All right, meanwhile, we're back. Heart there, no way. I mean, it's Hogan, Flair, and Brett in a six man. When are you going to see them team again? You'd have seen. Yeah. And Hogan and Flair had been feud and been in a blood feud for like most of the first half of '99. Oh, coming at Halloween Havoc, <coughs> Halloween Havoc '99 coming up. <coughs> Goldberg, Sid, U.S. title. Oh man. Yeah, um, these graphics. I'm not. I don't know. Halloween Havoc. I use. I, I I enjoyed Halloween Havoc back in the Halloween day. Havoc's that was probably one show. of my favorite pay per views. I want to be yep. like Tony, man. That'd be a shirt there. 
They can sell that. I want to be like Tony Schiavone. Sid Bitches. Oh, my. That's a known. Yeah. Well, if I'm going to start making T-shirts again, I think I'm going to start with that Tomato Head shirt. I, I think that would be a good one to start with. There we go. Sid is powerbombing and killing guys. And he's got a fake winning streak going. (laughs) Both members of Public Enemy. Very nice. There. You got to give it to him. He had the look. Oh, he always had the look. I don't think I don't think uh, I don't think he's waiting for his invite to the WWE Hall of Fame though. Uh, no. Even though he like had basically headlined two WrestleManias for them. And he ruined the end of my 1996 when he beat Shawn Michaels. Well, well, if he hadn't done it, Vader would have done it. So. True. All right. Okay. Vampiro's out for his match. Who doesn't love Vampiro? Okay, Joe Feeney, but who else doesn't love Vampire? <laughs> All right. Okay. All right, so <clears throat> Vampiro's out for his big match. Oh, and look. Here he is. Vince McMahon's future favorite wrestler. Buff Bagwell, Buff Daddy, Buff Bagwell. And I wonder still if you can like, still call him. Can you still call him up on that website? What website? Isn't he part of like uh, Angels and something I, 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 I hear about? I don't know. I don't want to know. <laughs> it's still there's still an NWL logo on his top hat. I, I think I think he like tried to cover it, but this is like one of the rare moments in the Nitro era where there is no WCW, where there is no NWO. Excuse me. There's no new world, new world order at this time. The NWO was like the focus of the company for like the first, you know, up until six months prior, and now there's no NWO. It, it, right, just, came, it just came to my head. Cowboys for Angels. You can look that up on your own time. Mm, yeah, not on mine. All right, so here we go. So it's Bagwell and Vampiro. I have no idea who the baby face. I guess Bagwell's supposed to be the good guy. Is that like a denim fanny pack? Oh, those are tearaway jeans. <coughs> he came a long way from his original character in WCW. You think? Jeez. Yeah, he did. Bagwell's country. All right. He doesn't look country. All right. Well, I mean, yeah, it's still an audience. And Ben, yeah, Bagwell's from Marietta, so it's like a homecoming for a lot of the wrestlers. Yep, babyface buff Bagwell. All right. Uh huh. All right. Well, she's excited. Yeah, well. All right. All right. Buff Bagwell versus Vampiro. The future of professional wrestling is right here. The new blood. Um, whatever. Referee Slick Johnson is there. Oh, there we go. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh my. Okay. All right. There we go. Vampiro's a killer. Or something. I mean, you just think a year or two ago when they were starting out with NWO skits and, and, and things like that. And these were the first two matches they, they, they have for this one. Uh, very different. Yeah, just a lot. They decided this. I mean, the decision is at this point, we're going to stick to wrestling. We do wrestling. You know, we, we, we are a wrestling promotion. We do being a wrestling promotion better than, uh, we do being, you know, the WCW, the WWE attitude type of type of show. I guess on paper that's good, but you know, coming off the NWO and yes, the NWO, you know, was overused, but that would have been a hard thing to change from, right? As we saw. Yes, as we as we're as as we're witnessing, in fact. I mean, there's, you know, I mean, there's like wrestling matches and wrestling moves, and people are into it. Suck me beautiful. Oh my god. <laughs> Was it when did that movie come out? Oh anyway. that nine Oh jeez. Uh, anyway. Before this. I guess. We're not talking about the same Will Ferrell movie, right? Well see now now I gotta look it up. Okay. Semi semi pro or whatever I don't know. It's it's Will Ferrell being in the ABA in the in the ABA in the seventies. Oh, see, I was thinking of the uh, they did it in American Pie as well. Oh, American Pie. Oh, okay, there we go. Stifler. Yeah, that's it. Oh, Stifler. So yeah, this would have been around the time of American Pie, like uh, give or take. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I think I saw, I saw the first two, and I think I like missed the next twelve. <laughs> there was about twelve. Yes. Yeah. Three with the three or four with the original cast. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, All right, I have that Hulk rule shirt still. Oh, congratulations. It does not fit me, but I still have it, along with okay. the original purple Macho Man t-shirt. Ooh, yeah. I think you can probably get that. I think you can actually get those, the Macho Man shirts. Uh. I think Macho Man was my first wrestling t-shirt. I think that one. Good one. That's a good one uh, to start with. That was. Yep. I used to wear it to school as much as I could. Mm-hmm. Fine choice. All right, there we go. Nope. Nope. All right. Okay, we've grabbed the hell. Something's going on in the crowd, I think. Yeah, I'm watching the kids there in the first row. They're not watching. When the kids in the first row aren't watching, aren't watching the ring, something's going on. I don't know how they got those tickets. I'm guessing, like, like the all the giveaways. Their dad I mean, you, know, if, if, you know, if you're okay, if you're WCW and you're doing giveaways like that, you like go around CNN Center and say, hey, hey, he wants to go to Nitro. Good, good, good seats. Philip Serena, bring your kids. I'm guessing I'm guessing those people were like were like Turner employees. As we talked about a while ago with you and Jim, I was front row one time yeah. at King of the Ring 98. I can tell you it was not comped. No. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I used to be able to get front row seats, you know. And uh, I wonder, I'm trying to remember when that stopped happening. 
like early nineties, I want to say, or, yeah, that the, that the first few rows started to be like, you know, VIPs and radio contest winners and that sort of thing. Because, you know, you need to have the, you need to have those first rows filled, even if you can't sell the tickets. Yeah, that would be a bad look. Of course, my favorite story, you know, I'm, I'm living in, I'm living in Northern Virginia in the, in the year 2000. And there's like a, one of the radio stations doing their morning show and they have a contest where the first prizes is, is uh, two tickets to WCW at the, uh, at the MCI center. And the person who wins, they put them on the air and said, can I get WWF tickets instead? <laughs> no. Okay. I don't want to go to WCW. And like, it's like, I think this was DC one one. Like spent 15 minutes trying to find somebody, anybody who wanted the tickets to WCW. I'm not making this up. I'm trying to remember. I don't think I ever went to a WCW house show or a, a Nitro did. or anything. Yeah. I've been to a I don't bunch know how often I, you know, originally from Pittsburgh. I don't know how often they came to Pittsburgh. That's a fallow point. Yeah. They might have. I just don't remember. I mean, that was oh. always WWF. All right, here we go. Bagwell, he's going to hit the blockbuster. Oh, nice. There we go. Nice. Nice move. Nice move. I mean, it's not that difficult. Forgot to shave the rest there, Buff. Yeah, well, all right. Buff Bagwell is your winner here on Nitro. Uh, okay. All right. The crowd, the crowd seems into it. Yep. Hey. What's hey, dude? Who's next? Okay. Hey Perry and Pat. Uh, hi, I don't know. I don't know who Perry is, but sure. Rick Flair. <laughs> Actually, if you lived in Atlanta, you could just take that same Rick Flair sign and use it for like twenty years. So. Hey kid, we already saw your Goldberg thing. Yes, we know you're rooting for Goldberg, kid. Get out of the shot. <laughs> we got your seats. Hey Dale. Tony's almost got a Tony's funny. He's almost got a mullet going on. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, oh yeah. This is the, this is this is they're making him the hip happening Tony Schiavone with that uh, with that shirt there. Yeah, I was looking at the color of that shirt and everything. Not not a good look. Sorry. No, sorry, Tony. What? Excuse me. Tony. Tony. That's not the Black Scorpion, by I, the way. I was just saying, is the Black Scorpion back? I would have watched WCW. It's not Oli's voice, but I think we all know whose voice it is. Is, is, this, is this early Bray Wyatt? What is this? It's not Bray Wyatt. All right, back from commercial. We go to another weird segment. This is going somewhere. A funeral for Lex Luger. Oh, okay. Hmm. There's a point to this, really. It seems stupid. Okay. Oh, Lex Luger rising from the grave. I, I believe he's already ditched the hot Asian wife at this point. So. Was he with Miss Elizabeth at this point? I'm thinking so. 
I don't know if he's officially with her on television, though, yet. Uh, so Lux is no longer with us. Okay. Sure. Okay. Lex Luger is no longer with us. Lex Luger is, in fact, dead and buried. And nobody's at his funeral either, which is kind of sad. You think Sting would at least be there? Yeah, I know. Right? I mean, I just... And they they put a little time into making this. Well, the short beats the uh, WCW those vignettes. I want to say like ninety two, ninety three, where they did those like little movies. Oh, the mini movies, yeah. With like they Bulldog and Baker, like out in the ocean or something. Yeah. I remember. Oh my gosh, those were horrible. That there's your three hundred fiftieth episode. We'll just watch those. No thanks. Oh look at this. All right, there's All the right. girl, I think. Yeah, this is like the Black Scorpion now. It could be anybody. No, Lex, no, Tony's explaining it. Oh, there's Miss Elizabeth. Oh, okay. Yeah, Tony's Ms. explaining that there's no more Lex Luger. He is now wants to be known as the Total Package. Okay. So Lex Luger is dead. Long live the Total Package. That sounds like something that would happen if he went to WWF. Kind of. You know, it's not the road wars. It's the he was going to be Narcissus, remember? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she doesn't look thrilled about to be, to be here. You know, she's like, oh god. How long is my contract? Do I really have to do this? I guess I like getting paid. Yep. Oh, there. Oh, Lex. Time for Lex to pose. Ooh. Lex Luger no more. He's the total package. And people at home are saying, who gives a rat's ass? <laughs> Unless I'm missing something. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh. WBF was uh, years ago, Lex. Well, the, one of the funny parts, Mark Madden got to, got the Nitro commentary gig. Oh, yeah. And, you know, he's, he's, he's doing his bits, and he's going, well, Lex Luger says he's got 4% body fat. I don't know about that. He might have 5% body fat, which he meant as a joke. And, like, Luger grabbed him around the neck backstage after he heard that. And, like, what do you, why do you think that's funny? What do you, what, you know, was really, uh, the, really pissed off at him for that. The Pittsburgh Institution, Mark Madden. Oh, uh, yes. How dare I you still, make fun of how I dare still you listen to him. Well, of course, he's got a radio show. See, now he was always the total package, though, so I'm not really sure. Like, what? I don't it's see. The, it's WCW, he was. I mean, I guess, I yeah. guess he wasn't when he was in WWF, but yeah. Like, it's not really a new name. No, I guess he gets to show off more of his muscles. You know, it's muscle. It's, it's like he looks like muscle and fitness Vince McMahon here. Uh, Vince is salivating right now at this time. Damn. Can't believe I let you go. Yes. All right. Here we go. And uh, that's a good point for commercial break, though. <laughs> brother, it's been a half hour. Can I flex my knee yet, brother? 
Like, is this guy a doctor? I mean, you think this is Hogan? There'd be more people helping. Yeah. No, but, oh. What was that? It's like, that was that great. <laughs> okay, I'm enjoying this show now. He, he lost his shoe. No socks on. All right, uh-huh. WWE grapplers, hey. And you wonder why they were cheering Sting during that. Grip and flip. All right, let's let's get to our next match, which actually I think will be our final match of the hour here, of this hour. Oh, jeez. Well, that's why we have the bonus match, so we can get all this in. The Filthy Animals! Look at those Filthy Animals. It's things like that where you, you enjoy wrestling. Just a Conan quick baseball match shot, and he walks Conan away. Conan and Eddie and Kidman and Ray. Yeah. All right, so, yeah, Ray Mysterio's got his crew with him. People, I mean... Yeah, but people love Rey Mysterio. You didn't, I mean, they, they unmasked him, but people still love him. Oh, yeah. Say, I, haven't nice... seen him on, I haven't seen him on SmackDown the last last few weeks. I don't know. I don't know what's up with that. I, I mean, you know, they're I... heading towards the Rumble and, and WrestleMania. You figure they'd be. All right, who's his opponent? Oh, the revolution's coming out. All right, which one of these does not belong? Um, <clears throat> the guy who doesn't get to jump to WWF with the rest of them? <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed Dean Malenko. I enjoyed watching him. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, D- I mean, Dean Malenko doesn't need to be the talker in the crew anyway, so that's yeah. fine. I mean, so, yeah, these three guys having Shane Douglas talk for them almost makes sense. I mean, you know, years later, they finally do their evil four horsemen bit. It's it's Shane and it's basically the ECW triple threat plus Perry Saturn, the original ECW triple threat. I'm trying to remember when they all jumped to WWF. Was this was that? 2000? January 2000. Okay, so it's right around the corner. Yeah, that's coming. All right, there's Nick Patrick. Nice hair. Okay. okay so, so, yeah. Okay, so there's like six guys at ringside. This will go well. Okay. Malenko sends his guys to the back. All right, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, and Rey Mysterio sends his crew to the back, I guess. All right. Well, at least, they're at least making it interesting, aren't they? All right, this this could be a good match. Yeah, it's usually a good match. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, if you're going to have an idea. Okay, well, let's, well if we're going to kill some TV time in the first hour of the show, okay. All right, this is a good way to start it right there. Yeah. You want to? I mean, the people who are watching the unopposed first hour of Nitro because Nitro is on at eight Eastern and draws doesn't start till nine. You want to make them feel like they've invested their time wisely. <laughs> so giving them a few good wrestling matches might help. I don't know. Call me crazy. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, these guys work so well together anyway. Well, Rage, I mean, I know I'm saying the obvious here. Rage just has that baby face. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Wow. And I mean, you know, I think it was Bischoff and those guys who thought, well, he'll he'll work. I mean, he'll be more over outside out of the mask. And I don't know that he, I don't know that it made that much of a difference, except he couldn't sell masks anymore. There's a crawfish boil going on, I guess. It's just hard though to get out of your head for WCW. The uh, time Kevin Nash darted him into the side of that trailer. On dart, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. They could have picked someone else to do that too, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people people loved Ray. They still do. Oh yeah, he's still great to watch. Oh, all right. I don't know. It's kind of hard to come up with funny stuff about this. Um, yeah, I'm kind of just, I'm just kind of watching. Watching the match. This is great. Well, we can look at the crowd. There's idiots in there. And sadly, uh, this is be, better than what we're seeing uh, today in WWE. Oh yeah. <clears throat> Please. Oh, Malenko was so good. He was. Does he have Parkinson's now? I'm trying to remember. Yeah. That's, oh, okay. does he? Something like that. Yeah. Well, he was a road for, agent for a while, wasn't he? I think he is one for AEW. Okay. Yeah. Well, not that, not that they really do road stuff anymore, sure. but you know what I mean. Yeah, he was a road agent for a while. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Right. Here we go. Oh, it's going up. And oh, wait a minute! Somebody's arriving at the building. Yeah, that is not <laughs> that is not a limo. No, that's not a limo. I think that's somebody Sid, left a thrifty rent a car, maybe. Right, this yeah. is a nice parallel parking job. Sid and Rick Steiner chilling. <laughs> okay, there we go. Oh. Oh, Mysterio okay, with a win. All right, let's. Uh, okay, let's see what's going on here for a hot minute before we uh, wrap this up for the week. Yeah, that could have gone longer. Good. Yeah, that was a nice match. Yeah. Okay, what's it? Signs suck. There we go. I like that. All right, nice handshake. Hey, no kick to the All right. Hey, wait. Oh, the Wade fans are still there. All right. So Dean Malenko's kind of a baby face, even though the rest of Revolution isn't. I'm hoping Sting <laughs> hit Hogan one more time before we leave. Yeah, I think that'd be great. <laughs> this is this is this is starting out as a great show. I got to admit. Well, yeah, I know that was great. Bad. Great's not the right word, but I was expecting worse. No, but as you said, unopposed, this is a nice match to have on going into yeah. the start of, you know, Raw and the top of the hour. Yeah. 
Okay, you got to see, well, let's see, so far you got to see Benoit win, Bagwell win, and Mysterio win. That's him. And a win for Baggy Pants, according to uh, Bobby Heenan. We're going to go right back to the ring. Why? Oh, wow. No no commercial breaks. Oh, hold on. Oh, I guess we... Uh, oh, we oh, again. We're coming to the top of the hour, and I, I think this is my, this might have to be where we, uh, where we leave us, because the next match is starting. And we're not going to do the next match here until next week. Just leave him on a tease. Yeah, Hugh Morris is on his way to the ring with Jimmy Hart. So they didn't put Hart back with Hogan. No, 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 no. Well, Hogan's a babyface, and Hart's running his uh, heel grip. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. All right, let's at least see who who is he facing. Um. Well, he is facing a guy who beat him a couple of years earlier to start a huge winning streak. Uh, okay, I see the uh, closed captioning, tipping it off. All right, so uh, when do we when do we wrap this? Probably about now, I'm going to say. All right. Yeah. All right, yeah, Goldberg is over. Even after all the crap they've done with him, Goldberg is over. You are the bomb baby. Okay. Goldberg 95, That's that was his number at the University of Georgia. What, was that ZZ Top was there? I don't know. Yeah. Okay, we'll stop it here. Uh, 44 minutes and 49 seconds with Doug Dillinger getting uh, Goldberg out of his uh, out of his locker room because I don't want to spoil the big entrance for next week. But and there you canceling go. Canceling Goldberg's name in there on the sign. Stand back. There's a hurricane coming through. For over 10 years, Shane Hurricane Helms has been a pioneer in the podcast game, and now the Creative Control Network proudly brings to you the record-breaking, history-making, longest-reigning, most entertaining cruiserweight champion of all time, Shane Hurricane Helms and the Highway to Helms podcast. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever your favorite podcast may be, you'll find me, Shane Hurricane Helms. And if you don't know, Google me. Biatch! We would like to thank Gregoire Lourmet for the use of his track, Run Faster, Jump Higher, you can hear all of his work at jamendo.com or on his website, musicepique.com, M-U-S-I-Q-U-E-E-P-I-Q-U-E.com. Goldberg versus Hugh Morris kicking off hour two of the show next week, uh, plus uh, in action defending the WCW Tag Team titles, Harlem Heat, Booker T and Stevie Ray. Nice. Uh, defending against the former champions, the Wyndham brothers, Barry and Kendall. So uh, a whole lot of that going on. And uh, yeah, that's, that sounds like fun. We'll get, uh, and of course, hour three, we already know the two matches that are, that are headlining there. But what, but will Hulk Hogan make it with a, with a brutally injured knee? I'll be on the edge of my seat waiting to find out. Okay. So uh, visit us on Twitter. I'm at Real Pat McNeil. Jim is at Jim Valley. Michael is at. Uh, Mime Q U or whatever. <laughs> Mime Q, yes. Okay, M I M E Q U. Yes. M O U S E. No, no. Okay. Thank you, Michael Saget, for filling in here. Of course, you should leave a five, six, or seven star review for us on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Podcast, or wherever your pods are cast. 
We're on the Creative Control Network at uh, the CC Network One, which has a bunch of other neat shows on it that will be that uh, probably already heard a commercial for at this point. And of course, if you'd like to know more about Rey Mysterio, Dean Malenko, Buff Bagwell, Vampiro, or Ernest the Cat Miller, I can go to go to visit pwtorch.com, f4wonline.com, Wrestling Observer, or check out your local library app because they're all in books, Michael. Well, Pat, it was a pleasure again. Thank you very much. And for everyone else, we will see you again. Same Wayback Time and same Playback Channel. Yes, we we do have somebody lined up to guest host next week, but I don't want to jinx it now because anything could happen here. This is, uh, we hope everybody is enjoying the playoffs and enjoyed the Impact Show last night. And uh, we'll be back and we'll we'll do it all over again. Uh, Until then, yesterday is history, tomorrow's a mystery. Next week is another episode. Good night, everybody. (laughs) 